This is Culture A Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah, and this is a show where we'll deep dive on the good and the bad with Middle East HR and talent experts on their challenges, strategies, and success stories to inspire your own journey. Listen in and get ready to unlock potential and drive results with Culture A. Thank you, everyone, for listening in today. On today's episode, I have uh, Yusuf with me, Rakawi, who joins us. Um, He is the co-founder and CEO of a company called Alfie. Um, Now, it's it's to me, uh, and maybe I'm uh, a niche subset, it's a very exciting organization to hear about. I'm so happy to see that it's popped up its head here in the Middle East, and I know that it's going places. So I wanted to have Yusuf on our show today uh, to join us and to tell us a little bit more about what Alfie is um, and how everyone who's listening in will definitely be interested in learning more about it. Um, Yusuf is what I would call a serial entrepreneur. Um, he has helped to, to lead and start up a number of organizations um, throughout his, his career. Um, he's also worked with uh, global organizations such as Deliveroo for quite some time, where he headed up um, editions for them for APAC and Middle East, and also, of course, has exposure to um, the European market as well. So uh, a lot of insight, a lot of knowledge, a lot of expertise that comes with Yusuf. Yusuf, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. And also, uh, one thing to add on to that is a very proud girl dad as well, three girls. And if one of them happens to come knocking throughout the call, now you know what's uh, what's going on. So something I else I'm that. very proud of. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is something to be really proud of. I also have two small children. I, I have them popping up in my videos all the time. So <laughs> not a, not a, we're a family welcoming show, okay? Excellent, um, excellent. <laughs> so Yusuf, let's dive right into today's discussion. I'm sure everyone that's listening wants to know what is Alfie? What are we talking about? So can you tell us a little bit about um, what Alfie is as a product and how the idea was born? Sure. Uh, so Alfie is uh, an HR management software company uh, where we build uh, a system that would help uh, startups, small, medium businesses, and even some larger businesses uh, to manage uh, the full employee life cycle uh, from hire to retire, as, as the phrase goes. Uh, we built Alfie, uh, we started building it about a, uh, just a little over a year ago. And well, you might say, okay, Yusuf, this is uh, a quite uh, competitive space with definitely a whole lot of players in it. But we really noticed a couple of things uh, kind of coming into it, as you mentioned, kind of my background as an an operator and and kind of working organizations across uh, multiple countries, multiple sizes. And I always found I've worked very closely with HR professionals throughout my entire career where I've hired and managed well over a thousand people. And there's always been a common thread whenever I looked at that. And you've worked at a very consumer centric company uh, as Amazon, you know, Deliveroo, kind of Amazon was our North Star when it came to uh, how customer centric and customer obsessed everything needed to be. But I always found that the tools that we use as the internal customers of the company, as the employees of the company, I always found such a big gap in between how those products are. And this isn't anybody's fault. It's just kind of the products in the market always prioritized function over form, function over user experience. So one of the kind of the, plant, the, the, the seeds that were planted with Alfie is why can't a product do the job and also be pleasant to use? Uh, why does there have to be such a huge 
kind of a very steep learning curve when it comes to just learning how to use something very and i'm not talking about the use from an expert's point of view that you'd be using as as an hr professional but as an employee if i just want to apply to take some time off or file an expense or just know how many days leave i have until the end of the year which nine times out of ten what ends up happening is i end up messaging you asking like how many days off do I have left until the end of the year? So it seems like all those products, everybody's using them and it's kind of the Stockholm syndrome when it comes to these products. We use them because we have to and there's no product love when it comes to all of these things. So Alfie was born to help solve this problem, but also to do it in a very delightful and a very consumer-centric way. I can't tell you how valuable that is. As you said, everybody struggles with having tools in place that are just easy to use. And no yeah. matter how much, you know, resources you dedicate, money you dedicate, time you dedicate to training, it's never simple enough for someone to just pick up and, and understand how to use it. Um, I think the larger the organization, the more they move towards, you know, uh, training materials, guides that they prepare to be able to have an employee look through and kind of self-educate on how to use the system. For me, if it's not simple enough for me to just open it and see right there in front of me, apply for leave, you know, file an expense, you know, something yeah. as simple as that, it's going to take me time to learn it. And that time is always frustrating. It's never, it's never a fun time. So it's, you know, it's great to see that this was the reason behind um, the product and that yeah. you know, this is what kind of shaped and molded um, yeah. how you met yeah. it. Yeah, and look, one thing to add on to that is you also have to think about like on average, how many times per year is a user going to use the product? And we say user, whether it is on the administrative side or whether it is the user on the quote unquote consumer side. If I'm just an employee using any HR management system within a company, I'll on average use it about four times a year. And so the training that you will have given upon onboarding how much of that is going to stick until the next time that I actually kind of log onto this product. And as I mentioned, nine times out of 10, you can expect a Slack or a Teams or whatever other form of internal communication message of, how do I do this again? Do you yeah, mind exactly. if you help me with this? So it ends up defeating the purpose entirely. And these systems, especially at large, large organizations, it could be a pretty hefty bill that takes a very long time to implement um, so again, just kind of going back to, to our, you know, previous, you know, where, where we used to be before I've yet to see a single piece of content out there that teaches a single user, how to use any Amazon products or how to use Netflix or how to use, you know, any of these apps that are being used by millions because they have invested so much time in making sure that the experience is intuitive and easy. And of course the buy now button works this way. Like it, Obviously, that took a very long time and a very heavy investment to achieve. And for some reason, enterprise products don't always prioritize that to a certain extent. And that's really something that we wanted to tackle pretty early on. So I'm happy to know that uh, you know that, that pain point was very much felt on your side as well throughout your years. Uh, 100%. I don't know anyone where that pain point wasn't felt. So you're definitely yeah. solving for something. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the success that Alfie's had so far because it's as you said it's a year uh, into its journey right um, yeah. since the idea was born and it's you can look at it as a very very successful startup already i mean if you if you look at the amount that was raised pre-seed it's much more than your average kind of company within this industry or within 
these kind of software um, um, companies. And it's a direct indication that the product obviously is not only useful, but believed in um, and and needed very early on. So what would you say um, you tapped into to that made it that successful? Uh, Look, we're we're still very very early stage so i would say well, first of all thank you so much for that that's that's really nice of you um but we really see ourselves as just getting started uh we have a very long journey ahead of us in terms of what the product can do and what problems it can solve and what it can do to help uh change uh, perception and usability around products like this which i think can do with a very heavy improvement but we've definitely tapped into uh whether it is on the consumer side or or kind of anything else in between is that there's clearly a need for this product space, especially in our region to take place. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Number one is the very quickly changing regulations, especially if you take GCC countries, whether it is around things like, you know, whether it's taxes or social security or kind of contribution, salary contributions that come you know, becoming out of employee salaries or, you know, the, the incoming very soon, uh, even though it's not called a pension, but it's kind of like a pension-like program where kind of end of service benefits will need to be managed in a certain way. So the administrative list is starting to grow considerably when it comes to managing people. And quite frankly, the tool space right now needs to catch up. Otherwise, mm-hmm. that is just, look, Excel and Google Sheets can do everything. They're wonderful products. But God help you if you mess up one formula and then the whole thing breaks and then all of a sudden, you know, uh, you're you're in a, in a lot of trouble. So that's really one kind of core thesis as to why we think there's an exciting space. And the second one is you have one of the biggest digitization waves that we've ever seen kind of happening in the region. Obviously, there's a lot of talk about what's happening in Saudi and that's very exciting. But one of one thing maybe that doesn't get talked about as much is how much digitization is coming in as well. You have companies being passed down from one generation to the next, and that next generation is fully digitally native. That's how they live their lives. That's how they consume their content, buy their food, buy their groceries, buy you know pretty much everything else, and they want that reflected in how they work as well. And you know what we're doing is definitely in that direction of. Uh, helping uh, leaders and and companies kind of achieve that vision, but also solve for the very real uh, kind of administrative uh, workload that is going to be very challenging that is right around the corner. Uh, And this is kind of where we see the opportunity, but also the problem that we're trying to solve. And, you know, I was going to ask that. I was going to ask you what you felt was the biggest pain point that you solved, but I think you've, you've actually listed so many that are Pain points in parallel. Um, it yeah. solves for so many. So, um, so I can completely understand it. Let's talk about the core element of your product that you think yeah. um, provides the main value add to your customer. So, there's a few things that we have invested very heavily in that we thought from the very beginning, irrespective of what problems we want to solve first, whether it is time off or expense management or anything else like that. We wanted first and foremost to make sure that as a user, your journey, the the beginning of your journey with Alfie has to be seamless. And what I mean by that is that you're onboarding and you have companies that would quote you something in the manner of months, uh, if not, you know, over a year to complete the implementation of an HR management product, uh, not to mention, you know, 
thousands upon thousands. So there's a cost uh, barrier and there's also a time barrier. So I really wanted to make sure that you as a user today, irrespective of the size of your organization, can go on to Alfie, you can create an account and start using it straight away. So the ability to kind of have this very intuitive experience that enables users to immediately catch onto the product, know what they need to do without a lot of guesswork and a lot of handholding, that's something that's really substantial. So really investing very heavily in the user experience, investing very heavily, even though that's something that's not very user-facing on the engineering side of things, which is something I'm really personally very proud of, that means that we can build our product in a more cost-effective way and then being able to pass that savings on to you as the user, as the company. Uh, we, we know companies are very cost-conscious right now, so we want to build a product that provides them the requisite quality without compromise, but also being able to do that in a very um, cost-friendly uh, cost manner. But in terms of functionality, as you know, with HR management systems, there are basic principles that you're going to need. There are basic functionalities that you're going to have to solve for. And we have all of those boxes checked, whether it is from pre-boarding and onboarding, time off, payroll management, including native payroll processing, when it's just like, again, sorry to keep mentioning Amazon again, but like a checkout button, kind of very similar to that. Uh, so we have all of these bases covered. We have some really exciting uh, analytics uh, features as well coming out. Chat GPT is a phenomenal thing and has captured a lot of people's imaginations, but it does a very good job telling you about the world. We're building something that tells you about your own company as well. So you can just ask Alfie questions, um, you know, giving you a bit of a sneak peek here, but that's something that we're working on right now where you can ask Alfie questions about what is going on in your company, how many employees you have, how many people in engineering, uh, how much uh, end of service liabilities you're going to have by the end of the year. So everything that we're doing is all centered around like kind of really optimizing for that uh, seamless, but also very friendly user experience. Uh, so this is what I would say is what really differentiates us in a category that quite frankly is very commoditized. We have to do something that's different and exciting. I'm hearing something new. I'm hearing analytics. I'm hearing data. I'm hearing metrics at the click of a button or on hand. I'm yeah. hearing employee support and um and the and the simplified easy supportive user experience and i have to say that's probably why it's been so successful so far because you don't find all of that in one um software system so um i'm excited to see kind of what more comes out of that and like the ask thank, you. thank you for that sneak peek <laughs> coming, coming soon it's still in development but that's coming soon, coming soon. very 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 cool um yeah Okay, so you've told us about the value add for your customers or the organizations. Um, to me, it sounds like it, it's mirrored in the value add for the employee. Is there anything that you haven't mentioned that you think would be an additional value add for the employee? Well, for the employee, you want to make sure that the information that you want is at your fingertips uh, so that at any point, again, you can ask uh, what is the annual leave policy or you know, when do I have to file uh, for, uh, you know, do I have to submit a document if I'm, you know, on sick leave or anything like that? What I really want to make sure is that the employees are able to get the information that they want when they want without having to remember, oh, what was that training like? You know, what did we kind of go through and kind of having a dig through their emails? 
So really making sure that it, you know, the amount of work that it would take them to send you a message to ask that question, it'll be an equal, you know, we want it to be an equal amount of effort for them to find the answer within Alfie. So, you know, that user experience goes both ways. Uh, and really being able to reduce the amount of time that is going to be spent by employees and managers alike in managing that relationship, reducing the time for, you know, out of those repetitive questions and taking that out of the way everybody benefits from the end and it really opens up the time for you for for someone and you know and and your profession as well to focus on the things that you really believe move the needle and really add value whether it is learning and development or engagement or how do you grow your people how do you ensure their wellness those things can be very time consuming in and of themselves but if your bandwidth is being uh challenged by all of these very repetitive administrative tasks something has to give, right? So uh, we want to make sure that the employee benefits from the bandwidth that is being opened up with your time as well. So even though that might not be direct, but eventually it will it will come back to them as well. It has an impact, 100%. Of course, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's talk about success metrics, okay? Because okay. you mentioned a lot of analytics that are baked in within Elfie. I'm interested yeah. to know as a, as a co-founder, as a CEO, what are the success yeah. metrics for your platform? Uh, look, at a very early stage, you just need to make sure that everything is up and to the right, you know, whether it is your uh, new users, your sessions, time per session, uh, you know, uh, how how often people are coming back, uh, how many employees are they adding, how quickly are they adding all of these employees. And we really want to make sure whenever one of these metrics is not moving in the direction that we want it to, there's always a question as to why. If we launch a new feature and we see that you know, people are spending a lot less time on this feature than they would on others. And we also have to ask, well, why is that? What's missing? And it all comes back to uh, any metric that is not moving in the direction that we'd want. And, and there's definitely a lot of them. So there's some revenue metrics when you look at, you know, your uh, monthly recurring revenue, annual recurring revenue, and your your uh, getting in the weeds here. Uh, but uh, the, the most important thing, you know, for me that we want to track more than anything else is just we want to make sure that our NPS or our, you know, uh, basically the metric that measures how uh, much our customers are happy with our product, that's really the metric that we want to spend the most time on. Uh, and obviously everything else that leads to how consumers are getting or not getting value out of the product. Uh, because the, everything else will start falling if that metric uh, you know, starts to aim in the, in the wrong direction. So really taking a lot of what we're doing is we're taking a lot of those consumer product metrics that, that we would have focused on in, in our previous careers. And we're bringing that mindset into uh, an enterprise product. So these are the things that we really want, want to focus on and want to be kind of our guiding, uh, our guiding principle in our decision making. And in terms of your customers, okay, um, yeah. because I know that obviously sometimes when an idea is born and when you're kind of working your way through your journey, ideas get tweaked, right, as, yeah. as you're kind of moving along or pilot something, change it, learn from it, yeah. so on. Um, who is your target audience and has that changed? Uh, what has changed, like if, if we were talking about a year ago, there's definitely a few elements within the product vision that has changed or tweaked, uh, if there's one truth in <clears throat> businesses of any kind is that you can never spend too much time talking to customers. They are <clears throat> your most honest uh, and most useful critic. Uh, everyone else is either being nice or just, you know, really not having 
quite frankly, enough skin in the game to give you a, an honest, not an honest opinion, but an opinion that you can, that is actionable. So that's obviously has guided a lot of decisions uh, that we've made over the last few months based on just user feedback. But as far as our target customers are concerned, there is one category of users, which is the very large enterprise that would typically have these multi-million dollar systems in place, um, SAP, Oracle, kind of all of these things that would serve kind of a larger purpose. Typically, an HR management system would fall within that, or there's a whole other category of products like Workday, for example, that works for that. But really what that category of company is, that's 1% of the market. You have the entire kind of rest of the market, that bottom 99% of the market, if for the lack of a better word, uh, which encompasses startups, small business, uh, SMEs, mid-market companies that can sometimes, you know, number in the thousands and thousands of employees that are still being managed out of Excel and Google Sheets. We thought that at like maybe the 500 employee level, that would be our ceiling initially and that we really won't be getting uh, much success afterward. But then we were really surprised that we're seeing companies that are and really prominent companies, no one to name names here, but in the four or five, 6,000 employees and still being managed out of out of Excel and, and, and Google Sheets. One, you know, we had a chief people officer and we met with, again, a very well-known company here in the region. And we asked her, you know, how many employees do you have? Just, just a very basic qualification question that we asked. And she couldn't really answer. Uh, and not because she didn't, you know, there was a kind of any issue in competency, but far from it. It's just that they had this kind of employee when the company is of that size, even a small attrition rate translates into a very high number of people. So she says, well, you know, I don't really know for sure because the process of updating our employee count is very manual and it's being done on Excel sheets. And this was pretty early on in our stage. This is where we're like, okay, hold on. So there's a whole kind of category of the market that we didn't think we would need us really because we thought they'd be using something else. And we were surprised like, no, they're not still by far and away. The biggest market leaders are still Excel and Google sheets. So we started to set our aim a little bit higher in terms of size of companies. So, you know, in our pipeline, we have companies as small as 10 people and as big as 2000 and more. Oh, wow. So that's, uh, yeah. And, and where that falls into the uh, SME kind of spectrum of, of sizes, you know, that's uh, some subjectivity to that, but yeah, but it's just kind of that 1%, the top 1% in terms of size of companies, uh, we haven't really been going after that for a lot of functional reasons and just, in all likelihood, the cost of change for them would be exceptionally high, even if they would consider a product like ours. Right. Yeah. Uh, the, the Excel Google Sheets companies definitely do exist, um, and yeah. there are an abundance of them. I think, like you said, it's uh, there's also that subsect of companies. Like I've spoken to a number of HR professionals. Um, recently, I was speaking with one where, uh, and this is a mid-sized organization. This yeah. is not a small organization organization by any means okay um and they're working off um excel sheets and, and google sheets and when i asked the question why um the response was it works like it's always worked you know so yeah. like why 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 change it but then when you when you tell them you know what about pulling out reports what about having data on hand what about you know updates to those sheets who's been putting that time it's a very manual effort um and you're taking away time that could be used from your employees you know elsewhere something more productive let's say or uh, <clears throat> proactive um 
So it definitely exists. It, it definitely exists. And uh, it's good to hear you haven't kind of uh, put yourself or restricted yourself to a smaller pool because it, it's needed. It's, 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 it's such a, it's such a human uh, trait that sometimes when it works, even when you know it not, it's not, it's not doing what it's supposed to be doing. You just, you just go with it. And I can give you example after example, not even from, you know, professional life, but even from, from personal life, you know, we had, we have an electric oven at home and the, the temperature regulator was broken on it. And for whatever reason, we used it for like a good year and a half without, and we, it's not because we couldn't get someone to fix it. We're just like, oh, you know, we, we manage it. You know, we open the door a little bit to let out some heat, get a thermometer. And then at one point, like, why don't we just fix it? Like, it just, you know, bring someone in. It was literally like a couple of hours. And like, now <laughs> it, it, sets it. The, it sets to the temperature that you would want it to. So to your point, sometimes you kind of find a way to become an expert at a broken system. And then, you know, with those Excel sheets, you know, we were talking with another company the other day. and the operations manager had this beautifully designed and clearly like very well thought through Excel sheet that covers everything. I was telling him like, look, you basically built our product in Excel. So good for you. So why are we talking here? What, how can we help? He's like, because I'm afraid to hand this over to anyone because if I hand oh, this yeah. over to anyone and they do one wrong entry, I wouldn't even know where to start looking. So there's also like, you know, all these sheets as, as sorry, these, these tools like Excel and all that super powerful can do anything you'd want them to, but there's a level of, of um, expertise that's required to be able to manipulate them, especially in things like this, uh, like kind of HR management that, you know, would make them that, that transfer of knowledge becomes really risky and very difficult to do. That's that's very true. I try my yeah. best <clears throat> to build things that are not person specific. Okay. Yeah. But sometimes you just can't help it. And it's true. You, you, I also find myself sometimes in positions where I'm like, I've built this report and it's evolved and it's like, it masters everything that I need it to do. But I, I've spent the last, the better part of six months building it. I don't know how yeah. comfortable I am handing it over, you know? Um, so I, I, I resonate completely with that. Um, yeah. Can you help our listeners to understand so far a kind of the size of your customer base of, of you know, companies that have bought into Alfie? Uh, I think we've had a little over 320 companies so far that have signed on to the platform. So uh, we launched publicly in November of, of last year uh, and we were in beta for a little while as kind of we're rolling out and, 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 and uh, iterating on, on some features that we had and the product came out of beta uh, as of uh, June of, of this year, so a couple of months ago. Uh, so yeah, in, in that time, uh, we've been very you know, grateful and thankful to have uh, a really kind of strong uh, interest from, from users, of, as I mentioned, of all different shapes and sizes uh, to come in. But you know, still very, very early days. Our sites are, are definitely quite big, even though uh, almost the entirety, I would say like over 90% of our current users are in the UAE. Um, but our sites are obviously to get up and running in Saudi pretty soon. And we really see Alfie as a solution for the larger MENA region as well. So even though uh, we have launched out of the UAE, but we have already uh, set our sites and have been starting to make moves as well uh, to start offering our full suite of services in other markets. So again, uh, maybe another sneak peek as well. So this is something that we're very actively working on at the moment. 
Actually, I'm glad that you mentioned it because I was going to sneak in a question about the regional reach. So you yeah. beat me to it. So thank you for that. Yeah. Um, no, that's, you know, obviously needed everywhere. I, I mean, you know, you're based here. So I understand uh, also the, the the industry, the way that organizations work in the UAE, where we are as a market, how fast we're moving. It makes sense that Alfie um, starts off here. But of course, we're, you know, we're in the Middle East region. Saudi is booming. You have you have other, you know, other uh, countries, like if you look at MENA, you have Egypt, you have Jordan, you have, you know, a number of other um, countries where this is obviously going to be beneficial. And in places like Saudi, where the population is so high, the number of organizations so high, and that move to um, automation or to yeah. utilizing tools, it's still uh, in some ways at its earlier stages. So coming into the market at that time, yeah, yeah obviously it makes sense, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and especially look for companies that have employees across, and there's a lot of multinational companies as well. So, and you see that across the board. And one of the, the reasons why I started to build Alfie in the first place is out of my own personal uh, frustrations as an operator, where I had companies, uh, sorry, I had employees across multiple countries. And this is at a company where you know I was chief operating officer a, a little while ago. We had employees or hiring employees across three countries. We were hiring almost 600 employees over the span of like four months. And for me to find a product that helped me in under one roof to solve and manage my employees across those three countries, trust me, I looked, I, I really struggled to find something that did that and did that, you know, solved our quite frankly, not very unique problems. We had very, very simple problems and very simple issues that we wanted to solve for. Uh, and we just really couldn't find something that that did that on, on a basic level at the time. And um, yeah, so, you know, having a product that is able to offer you equal amount of value across different countries and offer you that unique and consistent user experience. Um, that is also something why we feel it's even more important that Alfie has a presence in more than one place so that it could offer that, that value uh, for HR professionals who are having to manage employees across multiple locations. Um, I personally actually have uh, have had experience with that. I, I've, yeah. I have been in a position where I myself was... So I working in a global organization, my team was spread across a number of geographies. Um, the leave management tool that was utilized is different in each country. So yeah. it's, it's not it's not one tool. And if I'm applying for leave and my manager is using a different tool, she's or he is unable to to get my leave to approve yeah. it they don't know you know so then you're left moving through or speaking through email to try and getting things to get things approved and then don't get me started on getting it from an email to the system you know that yeah. is a whole yeah. other so <laughs> so it's definitely another pain point that uh, i think everyone's really familiar with um you know what one one thing that we've done uh and really from day one and and we will continue to do so i don't think that'll ever be something we stop doing what you're mentioning as far as pain points are concerned we've also done you know i don't even know how many a number of hours and hundreds of hours we've done in terms of user research and speaking with hr professionals like yourself and really to, to understand all of these little nuances and really what you come away with it realizing is that the yes, there are some companies that have their unique issues and unique challenges that they need to solve individually, but there's such a large overlap of problems that just kind of occur over and over again 
and you've, you've definitely hit a few of them on the head here. So that's why, you know, we've always made it a point to and over-invest, if anything, in that information gathering and, and, and just listening to users and customers as much as possible so that we can continue, uh, you know, aiming the product and building it in, in the right direction. So that things which, uh, you know, what you're saying sounds pretty intuitive as a solution. And you'd think like the people in charge would have kind of seen through that problem, but it's, it's rarely that, that straightforward. It's rarely that simple. These buying decisions are usually done in silo from each other as well. So uh, as you say, like the right hand doesn't know what the left hand is doing. So there, there's, there's a lot of that. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Yeah. Um, okay. And uh, now that you've tapped into this specific industry, are there certain, <clears throat> because you're kind of building out, you're, you're going to continue to build out Alfie as you, as you progress and um, as companies use it and come back to you with feedback and so on. Um, yeah. So what are the trends that you've so far you've seen uh, across this industry that your product is, is tapping into? Well, uh, there's um, a study that was published by McKinsey, uh, I want to say about a year and a half ago. And they had surveyed uh, the CHROs and chief people officers at uh, you know, 5,000 of the world's biggest companies. And 95% of them said that their number one priority over the next five years is to fully digitize their workflows. And these are people who, as far as products are concerned, are shopping at like the highest possible level of products that are available to them. So if you have people on that level saying that, we really need to digitize a lot of our workflows. That really shows you just kind of how, unfortunately, quite far behind uh, the um, uh, the profession is service from, from a product's perspective. And one core reason for that is uh, until, you know, three years ago, uh, HR was, and again, this is just the feedback that we're getting, was seen in a lot of organizations, almost like a client servicing and your clients are, are the employees. It was seen as a cost center. It was seen as, you know, an administrative task, an administrative role. I strongly object to that, but that was the point of view. And then, sorry to bring this up, but COVID happened. Who was the department that everyone looked to to completely reimagine how we work? Who had to step in for companies' perspective to save the day? It was HR departments, and they had to completely reimagine how do we keep people engaged, how do we hire, how do we manage time, and everything in between. So now you had these teams and these departments who were very under-resourced in terms of tools, were very under-resourced in terms of people, and all of a sudden having to seamlessly transition, not to mention kind of all of the, the turmoil and, and all of the, the, the challenges the team and people were facing in general at the time, and now they're being tasked and asked to completely reimagine that. And now that's swinging in the other direction again. But again, th then it was very clear, like, no, no, you have to empower this role. You have to give them the tool. You have to give them the bandwidth. You have to give them the capacity in order to be able to build the team that you want to deliver the product or the service that you want. So it's not just a cost center or just a, like an administrative center that hires people and manages their payroll and makes sure that their documents are in check. No, no, there is so much more to that. And tools play an incredibly important role to that. Those same companies, ask them what their the set of tools that they have to manage their sales looks like or to manage their marketing automation look like. And you will find some 
exceptionally smart and capable products doing things that you know we could only imagine. So this is where kind of we see that trend of really digitizing so many more elements within HR workflows, as we mentioned, still not just in, the, in, in our region, by the way, just even at, at, at large, Excel and Google Sheets still own that space. You don't see Excel and Google Sheets owning uh, you know, CRM or internal sales or marketing, or you don't see that. So this is where we think the, or at least the trend that we're seeing that the market is very heavily uh, going in that direction of digitization, automation, and really just taking better care of your employees, which ultimately and always reflects on the product and service that you're trying to provide and sell as a business. And that's something that I'm hearing from so many of the individuals that I'm speaking with. It's come up time and time and time again in our in my podcast when I'm speaking with them. Um, this concept and idea of pushing HR transformation now is is, is yeah. needed, and it 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 follows through with things like automation and tools and resources and how to invest yeah. in your employee population, how to support them, how to engage them, and the differences or the changes that are happening in terms of behaviors of what employees are requiring, what they need as a basic minimum are things like tools, yeah. <laughs> just tools that are easy and simple to use that help to support them where they don't need to, you know, uh, you know, take time out of their day or, or reach out to somebody to ask a question, just mm -hmm. how to simplify them working through their day. And so we're seeing this and it's, it's definitely a hot topic. It's definitely relevant for, for now. I don't, I don't think there's a better time, honestly, for, for Alfie, I, I really don't. Um, so betting the business on it—that's for sure. That's that's yeah. uh, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. um, what would you say, Yusuf? What's what's next for Alfie? Well, as I mentioned, for us, uh, a couple of things. One of them is uh, there's some really really exciting features that we have coming up next, and we really want to make sure that. You know, not only are we uh, able to meet uh, client expectations as to what an HRMS can do, but I really want to introduce a little bit of a wow factor when it comes to our product that people are using it and seeing something that they're just not really seeing uh, across um, across the board. And not just different for the sake of being different, but different for the sake of making sure, like, how can we reimagine that user experience and make sure that it lives up to um you know, the, the bar that we have set for ourselves. So new features coming soon, new markets hopefully coming soon as well. Uh, so look, we have a, a very aggressive, um, we have a very aggressive, uh, a very ambitious rather uh, vision ahead of us. We really see ourselves as a new generation of, of this product space. Uh, we really see this kind of as a difference in form factor, not just in functionality for the space. And this is what we're trying to introduce. So, yeah, uh, I think I've shared a, a couple of little tidbits with you today, a couple of sneak peeks of some of the things that are to come. Uh, but yeah, it's all in that direction. Expanding features, expanding markets. Those are the two uh, big things that we're focusing on right now. I love it. And for all of you HR talent experts that are listening in, you heard it here first. Contact Alfie. <laughs> they have a solution for pretty much every problem that you're probably experiencing. So um, I advocate for it. Uh, Yusuf, I think you've done a fantastic job of giving everybody insight to what you've built and what you are continuing to build. It's so nice to see progress in this space. Um, 
So please, you know, for everyone that's listening in, reach out. If you have any questions for myself or Yusuf about Alfie, when you can get your hands on it, um, we'll, we'll, we'll be happy to kind of help you through. Um, and if you have any feedback or questions in particular for, for Yusuf or myself, feel free to, of course, ping them over. Um, Yusuf, thank you so much for joining me today. It was actually a very nice conversation. I enjoyed having you on my show and I appreciate um, all, everything that you've kind of shared with me today. Thank you, thank you, and look uh, again. Thank you for for bring you know for bring us on board and for for hosting me. Uh, I really feel uh, for you and and for for you know professionals, HR professionals like yourself. Which I don't know if I mentioned this by the way, but my mother-in-law is an HR professional with over forty years. So I definitely have someone oh that gosh. I really need to keep <laughs> keep in mind. Keep her happy. Sure that, keep her happy as well. So that's <laughs> someone that I really need to think about as well. Um, yeah, look. Uh, Obviously, um, you know, Alfie is is here to help uh, with, with solving a lot of these problems. Uh, at the moment, anybody could go to alfie.co, uh, create an account and, and start using it straight away and, you know, see what all the fuss is about. And uh, yeah, we'll be happy to kind of help uh, chip away at these problems. So yeah, look, thank you so much for, for having me, Sarah. I really appreciate it. Of course. And thank you so much. Um, anyone who's listening in, like, subscribe, get in touch, give us your feedback and uh, tune in for the next episode. Thank you.